Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casido. How you guys doing? I finally got my studio set up. Um, looking pretty nice. I got these pa- panels built. So if you guys follow me on social media, you might have seen uh, me posting on the story. My buddy and I, Mike, were putting uh, these panels together. Not Mike Vaughn, who is a friend of the show, but a different Mike. Another buddy who's a producer friend of mine, um, he's built panels for a bunch of people, and so I needed to get these panels done. Probably sounds so much better in this room, but I'm going to line them with LEDs, so I decided to go with white, and I'm going to line them with LEDs so they'll be nice and bright, Um, and then I'm going to get a nice white rug for the floor, and then I'm thinking of doing like one of those cloud ceilings with the LEDs running through. So got a theme going with all with the all white. Going to custom make a desk eventually here. Make that white. Go nice white for this new branding with this lush puppy artist that I'm working on with Paxton. So super excited. And speaking of which, we're going to be talking a lot about artist specific stuff today. Still on the, you know, we've been kind of on a theme lately with the last few episodes. Handful of handful of episodes about you know, a lot of mental focus and um, making sure that your time management is correct, that you're you're obviously not wasting time and your focus is there. And so we're going to keep on that train because, you know, we've talked a lot in the past about some business stuff, but and I think there's still more to be said. And I think there's a lot of older episodes that I'll be going back through with Mike even. And we'll be revamping them, bringing new ideas to light and refreshing some ideas, some things to focus on. But for now, especially with where I'm at in my life, like focus is my my main, the main aspect of what I'm pursuing and what I feel like a lot of people are lacking. And, you know, I was actually just talking to Mike about this because he was having some issues with another artist that he was working with. And I, I brought this up with him, some bullshit statistic that I just kind of pulled out of my ass and said to him, because I feel his frustration with artists in general in the music industry. Like it's 70% of the artists is made up of amateurs that are just too lazy to actually get anything meaningful done. 20% is made up of scam artists that are just trying to get ahead of everyone else. 5% is actually made up of those individuals who stumble their way into success. You know, we've talked about those 1% of people where they just meet the right person and everything works out. And I'm not saying they're not talented. I'm not even saying that a lot of those amateurs aren't talented. A lot of those amateurs are. It's just they, they don't have the focused, the focus and the, the mental clarity and the ambition to actually make something successful. And then the other 5% is made up of those actual hard fucking workers that get shit done and make great art. And those are a rarity. I would say that might even be a smaller percentage because that percentage of people are usually the ones up at the top. 
And then just, you know, equally sharing that percentage are people who kind of stumble their way into into success. So and, and th- this goes to the point of the episode about optimization, which is what we're going to be getting into and where I'm at, even with my life, is that there the industry truly is made up of all of these individuals that have these dreams. They want the they want X, Y, Z. And they're willing to do a portion of the work, but they don't want to do the full work. And because they don't want to do the full work, they'll always sit around wondering, why is it, why am I not getting this? Why am I not getting that? And there's some narcissism built into that, but based and even built off of that narcissism is this like thought loop. And when they're in that narcissistic thought loop, they don't ever get anything done because they assume that things should be handed to them because they are just like making music and posting it. And that's how things go. And that's not how it goes, right? We're all running a business here. We're all trying to be successful. You got to put the fucking hours in act like this is a part-time job. If you're working a full-time job right now and don't just make music and post it, make content, build promo lists, build a marketing campaign, build a promo campaign, put an ad budget together. Like, there are things you have to do to get noticed and get people to give a shit. And if you don't do those things, you're going to end up like that 70% of the industry that are these washed up amateurs that are too lazy to do anything. Um, and I'm not saying that to be an asshole. I'm not saying that because I think I am better than anyone else. It's fucking hard. It's not easy to do this stuff. Um, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that I know everything and that I'm the smartest person in the room. And I know what I'm talking about because that that's not the case. I'm not the smartest person in the room. I don't know everything, but what I do know is the things that I observe, the things I see working with other producers and all of the knowledge I've built over the last 10 years. And this is the information I want to provide to you guys to try to help you be as successful as possible. And I'm going to be like, I'll be straight up about this sort of stuff. And that I, I do believe a lot of the industry is made up of these amateurs that just they're too lazy to do stuff. And so to try to help fix that, um, if you feel like you might be that individual or you feel like you're stuck, there's at least one thing you could be doing today that is not as difficult as it may seem. And it doesn't put too much on your plate right now. And that's optimization. So it's optimization of all the things that you know and you care about and you, you enjoy doing. You could be optimizing your systems. You know, we've talked about systems, whether that's templates or email templates or um, organization, you know, coming up with promo plans and reviewing data and figuring out how to make a better promo plan. Like those are systems in place and you can optimize those systems, but you can go even deeper and you can like optimize your own tracks. So, you know, one thing that I've really pushed really hard on other producers is finish as many tracks as possible and move on to the next one. And I do stand by that. But I still think that there is some value to be put into going into older tracks and optimizing those tracks, right? So if you were writing a track six or seven months ago, you're a completely different producer now. You That's hours, tens of hours, if not hundreds of hours uh, that has been built into you of working on new stuff that you can then apply to older pieces of work. And 
this is going to help you get into a better creative flow. This is going to help you get better at collaborating with people. This is going to help you get better at remixing other people's songs. Because really, if you look at it, when you're going and working on a track that you were working on six months ago, it's really like you're collaborating with your old self. And many of you have probably tried doing almost every single person listening to this has probably tried to collaborate with someone and maybe it's exciting for the first day or two and you try to get an idea out but it's hard to get anything real done and then it kind of falls flat and you stop talking about the project and it dwindles out and nothing comes of it everyone probably has experienced that it happens day in and day out if we as producers want to stop that and kill that from this industry One of the things you can start doing today is optimizing your old tracks. Go and collaborate with your old producer self from six months ago and work on that track. Finish that track. Come up with the new ideas. Remix the idea and just go back to the drawing board. See what you can do to make it better. Maybe it's even just within the template itself or like adjusting, just working on a mix. It could just be that, right? Going in, remixing it. Um, and I'm literally talking about doing a new mix. So remixing the actual project, not do, not making a remix or a bootleg of the track, but um, go in and do a new mix. Try out new compression techniques that you've built on. Just optimize the project itself. This is going to help you get into a mood of and into the, the, the actual re now I am talking about like a bootleg or a remix, the remix mode. Like if, if someone asks you to remix their track, like this skill of going back and optimizing your old old tracks is going to help you get better at remixing other people's tracks. It's going to help you get better at collaborating with other people and working with other people's ideas and trying to get something out of that to move that project forward. You're going to be a more productive producer. You're going to make better music. You're going to collaborate with people better. You're going to inspire others in those collaborative projects or those remix projects because you are just that much better at collaborating than other people. So this these are it's it's little techniques like this that define you between being an okay amateur producer and a great producer that actually has potential to be someone. Um it, it, it's these little things that you just you have to put the time in for this stuff. If you don't put the time in for this stuff, 10 years will go by, you'll make nothing of yourself and you'll wonder what happened. What did I what did I where did I go wrong? What did I do wrong? And most of the time, it's it's related to this sort of stuff. You know, going the extra mile, putting 110% in. It's fucking difficult. It's not easy. That's okay. It's not supposed to be easy. If it were easy, everyone would do it. So um, th- this helps a lot with your discipline. You know, we've talked about discipline in the past as well. Going back in, finishing stuff. You never know. You will find some gems in some old projects and be like, holy fuck, you know what? I didn't know what to do with that baseline back then. I knew it was good, but I know what to do with it now. Um, And you never know what could come out of that. So optimizing your old tracks is one great way. Optimizing just the things that you know and that you're comfortable with. For me, everything is done in Serum. Everything. I have so many other VSTs that I could use that are synthesizers. I have analog synthesizers that I could use. I always fall back to Serum. And it's because I've worked in it so often and so much that I know how to work within it. I know how to make really big, unique sounds 
Um, I'm building a really fucking badass drum and bass uh, sound pack right now. And another producer I can point to that I think would relate with me on this would be Dead Mouse. And he does the same thing. A lot of the stuff he does is in Serum because he knows it so well. And he's worked in, within that system so well. He's optimized the way he needs to work with it and the way it works within his projects that it's so easy to go in, pull something together if you don't have a sound and get something really unique and get an idea going. So it's little systemization things like certain VSTs. If there are certain VSTs you always go back to, work on that stuff. Optimize your system with, within those. So many producers get caught up in this idea that if they just find that one plugin that changes everything for them, that they'll they'll write a hit song. That's not the fucking case. You can buy a thousand plugins and you'll end up using three of them because that's what you enjoy and that's where where what you get the most out of it. And you'll always go back to those three. And so the other thing a lot of producers get strung up on is like, oh, what what does that producer use for their DAW? What plugins are they? Okay, I should use those as well. And they'll go in, they'll start using them, but they don't get the same unique sound out of stuff. And that's because you're not supposed to. You're not going to get the same thing. Like that producer is unique based off of their ideas and how they built their own system within producing and their chain. You have to go out and find that thing for yourself as well. And so the best way to do that, though, is to stick with the things that you know and optimize those within like learn the system better, learn how to do things within a specific DAW better, learn how to write better sounds, make more unique sounds within a specific VST that you really enjoy using a lot. And then also, you know, within, if there's a specific saturator, you always go to a distortion plugin, a compression plugin, like keep using those. And that's how you're going to build your chain and your unique sound and optimizing your entire system around those specific things that you're using is how you're going to get that super special, creative, unique sound out of what you're trying to create. It's not you going and buying a $500 waves bundle that all of a sudden it's all going to click and you're going to write amazing music. That's not how it fucking works. It's maybe you buy that bundle and you find two or three things out of it and you just use those for three or four fucking years and become a master with them. And all of a sudden, you know how to use those tools better than other producers for specific things, which is how your sound gets so unique and different from everyone else's that people can't help but want to listen to it. This is the shit that makes you different from everyone else. Ignore the fact that you think that you might need to go get some special plugin or follow some specific chain that some producer is using on their pluck to make it sound really unique. Fuck that shit. Get that out of your head. Do not even worry about it. Remember, we've talked about this in the past. We talk, I was just talking about it in the beginning of the episode. Focus. like Focus is everything. If you can focus your time on some of these optimization things within your systems, within building your plugin chains, you know, uh, changing up your template and you're act going into your DAW and finding the little things that you didn't know were in there that can really help you out. That sort of optimization is where you're going to get the most amount of focus. You're going to make the most amount of growth and you're going to get the best sounds that you're actually really wanting to go for. Focus is 100% where the magic happens. 
Stop thinking about whether or not you're going to make the next big hit, the next big track. Don't like it's also the other thing that people are so focused on is like, am I going to make the next genre, the next subgenre? I want to make the next big hit. Fuck that. No, like go back to your instincts. What are you good at? Optimize those, focus on that stuff, grow those. Now, don't get me wrong. There are like, there will be times in your career and even very early on in your career, right? If you're a first year producer, you're in the, in the big growth stage of, you don't know what the fuck to do. So you're going to do everything. That's okay. That is fine for you. Three year runners, four year runners, five year. If you've been producing for that long, it's the focus time is now it's time to figure out what the fuck you need to do, what you need to eliminate, what you need to optimize and start that focus path for the first three to five years. I would really say the first three years you're fucking around trying to figure shit out. That's okay. Eventually you start to get an idea towards the end of that three years. But up until that point, like once you get to that three year mark or so, it's time to start narrowing down and focusing on exactly what you want to do. And within that, so let's say you get to that three year mark, maybe you're at five years and you, you have an idea that you need to optimize, that you need to focus on what you know and work on the smaller things uh, to really enhance your sound, make yourself better, um, get your marketing down, brand yourself, that, that sort of stuff. Like You need to optimize those things. There is still a time and a place throughout your career, and this can happen many times throughout the year, or you know, this could happen once a month where you do branch out and you try new things because there is a there is an importance to trying new things. There's an importance to trying new marketing techniques. Of course, there is. I've talked about it a bunch of times. Like you have to try new ways of marketing in order to find out if it's actually going to work. There's a time and place for that. That doesn't mean you're always supposed to constantly be trying to innovate your marketing plan or the content you're creating. No, like you, you find something that works. You use that strategy for as long as you can before it's expended. And once you see it stop working, then you start evolving and changing and trying new things out again. And you kind of repeat that cycle and you can kind of find, follow the same premise with like producing or mixing even with mastering and that happens with me every pro i'd say about once or twice a year my mastering change my mastering chain changes like i find a new plugin that i add into it and i remove something else or usually i'm adding something and removing something but you can do this with producing as well like you find a new plugin that you fuck around with on your practice sessions or your sound design sessions and you realize, holy fuck, I really like this. I want to start focusing on this instead. That's okay. That change happens. And sometimes it sparks a new lane of creativity where you can make even better art than you were making before. So there is a time and a place for that. Don't feel like, again, I don't, I don't want you to think that I am the, the arbiter of truth when it comes to this thing within music, because there is no such thing. Um, there's a time and a place to be creative and try new things and you should absolutely do that. But for the majority of the time, you should be focusing because that's where the growth happens. You should be focusing and optimizing what you know and improving on those little things and that's where the big growth comes from and where you're going to see the most amount of change. That's it for today's episode, guys. I appreciate you hanging out. Um, I hoping I'm going to get some new guests in the show soon. Almost coming up to episode 100. 
huge milestone. So thinking about what we're going to be doing with that, but I'll see you guys next time. Head to enviousaudio.com slash episode 92. I'll talk to you guys later. Take care. <laughs>